Hey, good morning, church. Uh, you get me this morning. Jason is out today, but I wanted to let you know my name is Keith. I'm the associate pastor here at West Main. I'm so glad that you joined us online. Uh, man, you could be anywhere, you could be doing anything, but you, you chose to join us here, and I'm thankful for that. Um, man, so, this morning, we're going to walk through the last installment here, uh, the last session of Rattle. It's our, we've been in here for seven weeks working through the same scriptures, but it's been really, really good. I want to let you know today we're going to do communion as well. So I'm going to give you a moment here just to go find your communion items, um, whether that's juice or crackers or chips and Dr. Pepper or <laughs> whatever it is, uh, bread of some type, uh, juice of some type, uh, not making light of the situation, but we know that uh, maybe it's not the traditional style because you're at your house, you're not here at the church. So uh, here you go. Here's mine. I've got my little wafer up top here. I'm going to go ahead and break this seal so we're ready to go later. And then I've got my juice. And so uh, we will be going through that here in just a moment. But as I kind of get into this, if you want to uh, go find something for you and your family to take part in this time together, uh, we still feel like it's a special time. Uh, that we can enjoy together, even though you're at your own house and I'm here. So uh, we'll we'll do that together here in just a moment. So uh, we've been through this. This is week seven of Rattle, like I said. And uh, I just want to take a minute just to pray for us, pray for you um, as, as we get situated and ready to go here. Let's pray. God, thanks for uh, a time to just gather here. Father, we pray that you would be honored. We pray that you'd be exalted. Um, the things that are said as we kind of walk through your scriptures. Uh, we thank you for uh, what you've given us, that you've given us the Bible to walk through, um, that you've given us an opportunity to look at what you've done in the past and, and the visions that you've given. And Father, we pray that you'd instill that within us, that, that we could see the past, but we would see visions of what you're about to do as well. We know you're still working. We know you're still moving. Um, in our lives, and so we pray that you, we would acknowledge that, that we would uh, continue to live by that. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. So again, we're in uh, rattle number seven here. So we've been walking through this. This whole idea of rattle is, you know, what do God's people do, and how do we react, and how do we respond when our world is turned upside down, and when craziness ensues, and it seems like everything is out the window um, just as it is right now in this time we're in the middle of 2020 this pandemic and I know you're tired of hearing all that but let's be real um, it, it's weird it's hard um, what do we do how do we respond as Christians when we don't uh, maybe you don't you don't follow or believe what your leadership is doing maybe you don't like where the presidential race is, is going maybe you do like it but you you don't like uh, where the governor is, or maybe you don't like how your schools are being handled, or, or your job, you've lost a job, or you've lost a marriage, or uh, you know your retirement ta tanked um, as you got ready to get out. And maybe you have to work another several years because of, of the situation. Maybe you're worried about what is going to happen after all this election because uh, fracking and oil field jobs and energy and how it's all going to be consumed and and uh, may, wherever you're at, we, we're in a weird, stressful time. Uh, I saw a meme the other day where uh, a guy was holding his, you know, his his ball of stress and anxiety as he walks through the day, and then um, as he looks over, he's, he finds the pandemic stress. You know, so he's got a ball of just regular anxiety and stress in life, and then the pandemic stress and anxiety, and then uh, another ball is 
uh, you know, given to him of election anxiety, and then another one, and it just kind of keeps piling on and on, and we realize um, in our everyday walk, we have stresses, but some of this other stuff comes piling on as well, and what do we turn, how do we react, what are we going to do with that? So for the last several weeks, uh, we've been walking through this. Uh, the first week, we talked about, can these bones live? Uh, are we trusting God, that, or do we just know God? We, we know He's there, we know He's, he's available, but but are we trusting him? Are we trusting that he can make dry bones come to life? Um, do you believe in that? We talked about God knows. He knows your situation. He knows what's best for you. He knows, and he's going to make things right. Um, we talked about hear the word of the Lord, to listen and obey. Not just hear, but to listen and obey, to, to do what, what Scripture is telling us to do. We talked about the breathe, the breath, the breathing. Uh, Jason gave us an example of the, the breathing square, right? Just in for three seconds, out for three seconds, and holding in between there. Um, but the breath of God, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the breath of God today uh, in, in the message. Um, but life enters when breath enters. Uh, then we talk about, you'll know uh, when God says so, right? You will know that that God is the way, and we've got to better our lives. Um, we talked about the the razor rattle. Um, you know, if you haven't done, if you if you want what you haven't had in a long time, you've got to do what you haven't done in a long time. If you want what you've never had, you've got to do some things that you've never done in order to get there. And we've got to trust God and all that. Today we're gonna we're gonna settle on this: renewed, restored, rebuilt. Restoration makes a rattle. And it's evidence of God's reality. So here's kind of, I will give you a flyby. Jason has spent six weeks telling you the story of Ezekiel. Uh, We're going to be in Ezekiel 37 once again today. And we're really looking at one man's vision that God has given him. Um, and so I'm, I'm just going to kind of do a flyby of the history because you've got six weeks that you can go back and look at and realize exactly what's been happening. So we'll, we'll do the, uh, the, the mountaintop here. So uh, Ezekiel is, uh, is after uh, Babylon has, has taken over Jerusalem, conquered Jerusalem. They take, you know, uh, 10,000 people, uh, some of the best people, and they move them miles and miles Scripture says 700 miles away, right? Take them to another land. And Ezekiel is in part of that, uh, what's known as the Babylonian exile here. He's a part of that movement, and he gets moved to another place. He has to learn a new language. There's different gods over there. There's different things going on. Um, And so he's totally transplanted. His world is turned upside down. It's crazy. Um, About 10 years later, uh, Jerusalem uh, rebels. They, They don't like the ruling that they've got. And they rebel, and Babylon says, okay, we'll do it again. And so they take some more people. Estimates say about 90% of everybody has moved to a new land, and new times and craziness has ensued. And so what do we do with that? So let's, let's jump into the scripture here. Uh, we're going to look at Ezekiel 37, uh, verses 1 through 14. So let's look at those together. Ezekiel 37. The Lord took hold of me. And I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led, me, he led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across 
the ground and were completely dried out. Now listen, the first thing I want to hit on right here. Oftentimes when we meet with God, when we have a vision with God, we have a connection with God, we call that the mountaintop experience. We call that the, the peak, right? Like we, we have been on this high. We've connected and we, we feel better and good. And, 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 and I want you to see here that Ezekiel has this connection with God and he brings him to the lowest valley with the driest of bones. Just dead people. Dead people scattered everywhere. And, and so they've been dead for so long that there's just bones scattered everywhere. There's not skeletons. It's just individual bones scattered all amongst this valley. Just wanted to give you a visual there. Let's jump back in. Then he asked me, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? O sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke the message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. There it is, right? They began to complete themselves as a complete skeleton. They gathered together as a complete skeleton right here. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Come, O breath, from the four winds. Breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. Interesting thing here is I grew up <laughs> most of my life as a Christian. I've read this and I've heard this before, and my vision is that one body stood up with breath in it. But that's not what the scripture says. And I don't know what you've heard or seen. But this is a vast army. A great army. There is a multitude of dead bones that have gathered together as a skeleton. Skin has come upon them. Ligaments. Everything is, they're human again. When breath is breathed into them. Life comes into an entire army of people. It's interesting. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying, we have, been, we have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. 
Therefore prophesy to them and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. O my people, I will open the graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, O my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. So we see in this a, um, a prophecy, a, a, a metaphor for Israel's brokenness, for their turn. Um, and God says, look, I've got something so much more. Even though you feel like your life is dead, even though you feel like there's nothing else here, there's so much more that I have in store, and I will make it happen. And listen, I don't know where you're at today, and I don't know what you're struggling with. I could guess, but, but I don't truly know. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's broken down. Maybe you think there's no life in this. Maybe you're just living day to day. I just wake up and try to get through the day. Maybe you're living for the weekend. I just can't wait to not work. There's no fun in my life. There's no growth. There's no connection. I don't know where you're at. Maybe you're hurting from a loved one that's been lost. And you don't know how you're going to pick yourself up and keep going. I don't know what's going on in your life. But I know that God has more for you. So here, here's where I want to look at. The idea that, that those dry bones in your life are not done. If you're not dead, God's not done with you. Man, we've been singing some really good songs um, at, when we were, we're live together. Um, and I realize that maybe you don't get to hear some of those, but we've been singing this song called Rattle. Um, man, and it's just this scripture right here. Uh, God says live. Live. Don't just be static. Don't just be status quo. Live. God wants you to live. Breathe. God has more in store for you. He wants to rebuild you, restore you, renew you. I love this, this image of these bones coming together. In 7, he says, So I spoke this message just as God had told me. Suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. Can you imagine the rattling sound? Can you see it? Can you hear it? The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the body. The skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Listen, the skin formed around their bodies. This wasn't just skeletons standing here. These people died with hurt, pain, issues in their bodies, suffering. But he made them new. He put, can you imagine seeing bones come together? Is one, right? So there's these <laughs> bones flying around, this rattling happening as, as skeletons come together. But then you begin to see ligaments 
form on a knee, on an elbow, within the fingers. You begin to see muscles jump in. I don't know where they're coming from. He says he just put them in there. And then you begin to see skin form around. It's like this, I wish we had this crazy CG effect that we could put on this camera because, man, it would be so cool just to watch all of that. And, and Ezekiel's getting this vision of, man, our, our lives are not done. Your life is not done. We get this image that God is not done and he begins to build new life. And the great thing about this is, is we see this, it's a callback to Genesis. When God began to breathe life into, well, everything. <laughs> you realize that the world was spoken into existence by God's breath, by God's voice. He said, make it happen, and it happened. If we go back to Genesis 2, uh, starting in verse 7, he says, Then the Lord formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed and breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. And then down in 21, he says, So the Lord God caused the man to fall asleep into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed him up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, um, other scriptures say from the side of man, and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. I love this image that, that God formed man out of dust that he made already, right? By speaking it in, he goes, okay, I'm going to pile up some dust and breathe some life into it. He breathes the life into you. So he forms man, and we see the same thing happening within these old, dried up bones that he's already spoke into existence. He begins to rattle them and bring them back together, and he begins to form them even better than what they were to start with. I love this image. Here's a, another image. When I think of renewed or, or restored, I, I think of vehicles. And I'm not a vehicle guy, but that's just kind of where I go. I wish I had the mechanical ability to work with my hands and to restore some things. And, and thank you, Google and YouTube. I've been able to do a few things on my vehicle, um, but very, very little. Um, so when I, we look at some of these pictures, you're going to realize, yeah, Keith doesn't have that ability. Uh, that wasn't his. So uh, first one is this black uh, Camaro here that just looks maybe burned out. Um, it is, it, it looks rough in that junkyard. And to see how it's restored later, this is a before and after picture of the same vehicle, is is truly amazing to think that that this new vehicle came from that shell that was in the junkyard. Is that your life? You feel like a shell of a life? You feel like a shell of a human because you just don't have the breath of life within you? There's hope. Restoration is coming. Let's look at the next one. 
Mustang. You can see this green Mustang that was trailered on here and you can kind of see the form of this vehicle, right? You can kind of see the tail end here uh, that kind of forms into what you see in the new part, but that front end is just jacked up. But it has been made new. And I'm willing to bet, if I was a betting man, I'm willing to bet that that engine runs smoother and faster and better than it used to when it was first put in. It's probably not the same engine, right? It's got a new heart. It's got a new pumper. And here's the, the last image I want to talk about. Sometimes our lives don't even look the same. That house doesn't look the same to me. Does it to you? Maybe on that front end you can see the porch and the first gable. But that backside looks totally different. Listen, God is going to work in your life. And you have to trust His breath. It's not over. It's not done. And here's how we know that. We know that because God said, I'm going to send my son to die on the cross for all of those sinners. He renewed us. He's restored us. And this is why we celebrate what we call communion or the Last Supper. And at the last few moments before Jesus died, He took all of His friends, all those disciples that were some pretty jacked up dudes, had some things going on in their lives too. And He sat and He dined with them. And He said, there's so much more coming. I'm going to leave you with my breath. I'm going to leave you with the Spirit. So if you, this moment, if you want to take your communion items... If you've got them with you, I'll give you a second to gather those up. And we're going to walk through this together because and what, what a beautiful sight is we see bones coming together and we take what is known as the body of Christ uh, as, as elements uh, in our communion. In those last moments, Jesus gathered those people together and he, and he took a piece of bread he gave thanks to it, to God for it. I'm sorry. He gave thanks to God for it. He broke it and he gave it to them saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, he took the cup after, that, after they had eaten. And he said, this cup is poured out for you as my new covenant. God is not done with you. God sees your dead bones. God sees your dried up field. God doesn't want you to stay in that. Trust in Him. If you need to talk with somebody, our pastors are available. We're going to put up a phone number. Um, and if nobody answers that phone, if you'll leave a message, somebody will get back to you this week. We'd love to contact 
connect with you, I'm sorry, and, and just pray with you, encourage you, and know that the breath of God is here. He's active. He's moving. We don't serve a dead God. He is continuing to move through us and in us. We're so thankful that you joined us this morning. Again, if we can be of any assistance or help, please reach out to us. We'd love to be a part of that. We hope you have a good day. See ya.